We begin today the Gemara on Davzayin Amid Beis, nine lines from the bottom of the Yomad. So this is a Gemara that's discussing Kedushe Kesef, and we had before in the Gemara various halachas regarding being Mekadesh Isha with Kesef. The Gemara here continues with another story regarding this uh, Kedushin. Ahu Gavra, there was an individual, the Akdish Bishiroi, that was Mekadesh's wife, how? He gave her a silk garment. So Rabba Amar, Rabbi says about this, it doesn't have to be valued properly that she should know what the value of this silk garment is. Rav Yosef Omar, however, Rav Yosef says, no, you ha- she has to know exactly before, you have to bring experts that know its value to, 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 and to tell her what the value is. So the Gemara explains, if the case over here is that he tells her, I'm giving you this silk garment, but he's making it clear to her that he's being Makadish her with it, no matter what its value is. So then, So there's no argument over here that it's not necessary to have it evaluated by an expert in advance. Because he told her, I'm being Mekadishu, no matter what its value is. If he tells her clearly that here, I'm being Mekadishu with this silk garment, and it's worth 50, 50 zuz, or whatever, 50 dinner. And then it turns out, that she evaluates it after she gets it, and it doesn't have that value. So then, of course, she's not going to be married. Holy Shavu. It doesn't have the value he told her that it has. So in both of these cases, there's no machloikis between Rabbi and Rav Yosef. Kipligi, when is the argument between Rabbi and Rav Yosef? The Oma Chamshin, he tells her here, I'm being Mekadish you with this silk garment, which is worth Chamshin, 50 coins, Bishava Chamshin. And in the end, it turns out that it's true. It's worth Chamshin. So now, what's the machloikis here? Rabbi says it's not necessary to have it evaluated by an expert in advance. Because it turns out it's worth 50. And she relies on what the husband says. And therefore she completely consents to this marriage. However, Rav Yosef argues. Rav Yosef says, No, it's going to have to be evaluated before the Kiddushin. Because a woman, she doesn't deal with these kind of things. And she doesn't have the understanding of whether it does have the value or not. When she gets this garment and the husband tells her, oh, this silk garment is an expensive piece. It's worth chamshin, 50. And she thinks to herself, maybe it is worth 50, maybe it's not worth 50. So she's not really relying on this. So therefore, she never really properly gave her consent for this marriage. So therefore, it has to be evaluated by an expert in advance. Ekedomri, but now there's another version to this machlekes of Rabbe and of Yosef regarding this silk garment that said as follows. Even if the husband clearly said to her that I'm being the Kaddish with this, with this garment, and he tells her, and I'm, no matter what the value is, still there's a, this place to say that you would have to evaluate it by an expert in advance. Rav Yosef, Omar, so Rav Yosef says, because Shove Kesef, Hareyu Kesef. Uh, the source of the concept of Kiddushin, we learn it out from Kiika Chishisha, Kiche Kiche from Zdei If you remember, we learned in the beginning of the Masechta. And we learned that you can be Mekadosh Yisha with Kesef. Money, actual money. So now why could you be Mekadosh Yisha with Shove Kesef, with any other object that has value of money? Only because Shove Kesef is like Kesef. So therefore, says Rav Yosef, we have to have the Shove Kesef to actually be just like the Kesef itself. Ma Kesef, the Kaya, it's just like when you're Mekadosh someone with money. So the money, is the, the, the value of it is clear. It's set. It's, it's a dollar, it's two, it's three, whatever it is, it's set. Af shavakasaf nami dekayitz. So too, shavakasaf as well. When you makadasha isha, it also has to be kites. It has to be a, a set price that's known before you makadasha. 
So even though he made it clear to her that I'm being Mekadashi with a koldu, no matter what its value is, but nevertheless, it has to be evaluated by an expert that it should be clear what that value is. Rashiya brings, we'll see from the continuation of the Gemara, it's learned out from the Lashon of Yashiv. That's where the source of Shove Kesef is, but it has to be like, just like Kesef. So So this is the Chiddush of Rav Yasef, which obviously Rabbi disagreed with this. Rabbi held that Shove Kesef, you can be Mekadosh Yisho with it, but and it does not have to be similar to Kesef. And as long as it has the value of a Shove Pruta, it's good. She doesn't have to know the exact set amount, just like Kesef. So now, Omer Rav Yosef, what's my source to say that Shove Kesef has to be set just like Kesef? The Tanya, because it says in the Braise regarding acquiring an Eved Ivri. One of the ways to acquire an Eved Ivri is also with Kesef. And it says in the Pasuk, Mi Kesef Miknasai. The Kesef Unikna, it can be acquired with Kesef. But Vein Unikna Betvuah Bekelim. You can't acquire him by paying for him with Tvuah, with produce, or with Tvuah, grain, or Kelim using any vessels. To, to, to paying with this. That's what the Braise says. So now what is the Braise saying here? Hi, Tvua Vekalim Heichidami. What does it mean that if you don't have cash to pay, money to pay, so you can't buy him with Tvua and Kalim? If it's saying that you can't use Tvua or Kalim, which is basically Shove Kesef, things that are out of value of Kesef, to buy him with this, but why not? We know that you learn out by Nevedivri, it says Yoshiv Geulosai Omarachmana. This is also by Nevedivri, where it's actually speaking about redeeming him. If, if he wants to be redeemed from his master. So over there, from the term Yashiv Gulase, this term Yashiv is an extra word. And you learn out from there, that he can redeem himself, not only by paying his master money, Kesef, but also by paying even the value of money. If he doesn't have money, he can pay Shove Kesef as well to redeem himself. So from this we understand, Rashi says, if he could redeem himself with Shove Kesef, he could also be acquired by his master with Shove Kesef. So when the Braiseher says that he cannot be acquired with Tvua or Kalim, it can't mean literally that you can't use these things that have value of Kesef to acquire him. So now, now, and if when the Braiseher says you can't acquire him with Tvua and Kalim, it means Tvua and Kalim that are very cheap. They don't even have the value of the minimum of a Shava Pruta. That's why it doesn't work. So So then why would the Braises say that you can't acquire him with Tvur or Kalim? I feel a Kesef Nami. Even if you actually have something of Mamish Kesef, but it's, it's, it's such, a, such a cheap coin that it doesn't even have the value, the minimum value of Shava Pruta, Joseph shouldn't work. So El Olav, this is here of Yosef's source. It says of Yosef, you know what the Pshat in this Braise is? The Ispu Shava Pruta. The Tvur and Kalim are valued in, in value of a Shava Pruta. But we keep in the Lekaitzi Loi. The price is saying is that if, if the value of it wasn't clearly evaluated before and it doesn't have that set value that we know that an expert evaluated it, like Kesef, which has a set value, you can't buy an evidence with this. So Rabbi Yasef holds it the same as with Kedushin. It's not enough that it has the value, but it has to be Kayit. You have to know the value exactly of what it is before you want to use it for the Kedushin. Now, the other opinion over here, which is Rabbi, that disagrees. With Rav Yasef, so how does he understand the Pshara and the Spraisa? So he learns the Pshara of here as follows. That you can use Tvu and Kalim if you're being Makadashir with them, and, and just like money, that instead of it being money, it's, it's, it's only the value of money, so you're being Makadashir with the Kenyan of Kesef, so then this Kenyan works for the Avadibri <coughs> and by Kedushin as well. But but if the Kenyan that you're doing here is not the Kenyan of Kesef, you're using Tvu and Kalim for a different type of Kenyan. And what is that? The Mai Ninu Chalipin. 
If you want to use it for the Kenyan of Chalipin, as we learned before, the Kenyan of Chalipin is when the buyer, usually Kenyan Chalipin is called Kenyan Suda because you take just a handkerchief or a yarmulke or a gartel and you give it to the seller and he picks it up. And in exchange, whatever object he's selling you gets sold to you. That's the Kenyan of Chalipin. So what it's saying over here is that when you come to acquire an Evidivri, and the same is regarding Aisha, as we learned before, you can't be kaina with the Kenyan of Chalipin. Even though Chalipin is a king that works usually for everything, for metaltolin, for karka, but here by an it doesn't work with Chalipin. That's what the Braissa meant to say. But the Gemara asks on this, this chat doesn't work according to everyone. Because of Rav Nachman, the Omar, Rav Nachman's opinion is, Peris loy avdi Chalipin. You can't use fruits, produce, or over here, grain. You can't use this for Chalipin. Chalipin has to be some kind of an object. Doesn't even have to have a value of a shavapruta. Can mention the gartel, a yamaka, a handkerchief, whatever it is, but not food. So over here in this brace it says tvua, tvua and kalim. So it can't be talking about this Kenyan of Chalipin. So So what other pshat could we say here in the brace Not like Rav Yosef. Ella says the Gemara, going back to what the Gemara suggested before, Loyla on the last bush of a pruta. What the Braise is coming to say is, you have Tvua and you have Kalim that don't even have the value of Shava Pruta. And that's what it's coming to say that the Kenyan won't work. Now, what's the Chiddush? If it doesn't have the value of a Pruta, why would I think it works? The Kaomret, this that you asked, my Iriya Tvua of a Kalim. So, why is it saying here that only Tvua and Kalim doesn't work? I feel like of Nami. It's not only with Tvua and Kalim, even if you have actual money, but it doesn't have the minimum value of a Shava Pruta, it shouldn't work. So the Gemara explains, you're right, but loy mi kalma. This Braise is saying something which is a chiddish. Needless to say money. It's saying a chiddish regarding Tvua and Kalim. What's that? Loy mi kesef. Needless to say, when it comes to actual coins, money. The is a pruta in. If as the minimum value of a pruta, she'll be mekadeshes. And loy loy, and if not, she will not. Or over here, regarding the Kenyan of an evadivri. If there's no shava pruta, then there won't be a Kenyan. Avul Tvua of Kalim. But when it comes to Tvua and Kalim, which are, the Tvua is, is produce that you can eat from it something, or Kalim, it's a vessel that could be used for something. So, Eme, maybe I would say, because there's a certain benefit or use that you have out of it. So maybe this Evadivri will be sold, he will be ready to be, to be sold for this item, even though it doesn't really have the value of a Shava Pruta, but it's still something that's, that has a use to it, and it has immediate benefit to it. So maybe here it does not have to be a Shava Pruta. Kamash Malon, that's why the Bryce is learning out from the word Mikesef Miknasai, that even though it has a certain advantage over Kesef itself, that's not a Shava Pruta because of its use, but it still doesn't work unless it has that minimum value of a Shava Pruta. Tvua and Kalim? Tvua and Kalim, yeah. If it's something that's very tiny, a little pin. You have a little pin that's a Kalim, yeah? And, but this little pin is worth three cents, which is not the minimum value of a Shava Pruta, for example. Okay, now the Gemara says, so this Raya of Yasef brings from the Braise is not a clear Raya, it can be learned in two ways. The Gemara here brings another source that Rav Yasef brought to his opinion. What's my source for the halacha that I said that when you use Shavu Kesef, it has to be a set value, just like Kesef itself? The Tanya, because we learned in Abraisa regarding the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. Person tells the Kayan, he's not giving him the five coins, the Chomish Sloin that the Torah says, but instead he's giving a calf, a behemoth, for the Pidyan Aben. Or he says, I'm giving you this garment in that value for Pidyan Aben. So he said nothing. There is no Pidyan Aben here. Then the Braise continues. But if he said, If he says, I'm giving you this calf, and he spells out that this calf has the value of five slime, and this, this should be for the Pidyan Aben, 
or talazu bechamish slaim lepidyon bini, and he spells out that it has the value of five slaim for the pidyon aben. So then benoi padui, then the pidyon, the pidyon, they will will take effect. It's good for pidyon aben. Okay, so the question is, what's the pshat here in this brayso? What's the difference between the beginning and the end? The two cases that it said here. Hi pidyon echidami. When he's using whether a calf or a talus for the pidyon aben, what is it talking about here? If we're talking about a calf or a talus that does not have the value needed for Pidyan Aben, the five sloyim, so called Kimine, could a person come along and say that it has the value of five sloyim? And therefore she should, he, he should be redeemed. How could he say such a thing? If it doesn't have the value, it doesn't have. So here Rav Yosef says, here you see what I said before. What we're speaking about over here is a calf or a garment that has the value of five sloyim. But the difference is, the kiv in the lake kaitsi light. In the reisha, he just says, here, I'm giving you this calf for Pidyan Aben. But he didn't get an expert to evaluate it properly, that it should be set for that amount. So therefore, it doesn't work. In the sefer, where he said, and he evaluated it, that it's a set amount, that it's five slime, therefore it works. So you see here the point that Rav Yosef said, that it has to be set, the shava kesef has to be just like kesef. Says the Gemara. What do you actually do? Right? You, you, have to, you have to have a boki that makes a shuma and he sets <coughs> that amount that it should be known now that it has this set amount of five slime. Why you have to do this? It's the same cow, the same. And a but this, this is the halacha of shove kesef that has to be doimit a kesef, even though it's the same, but it has to be set. And it says the Gemara Lailam the Loishavi. No, the case over here really is that this calf or this talus that's being used does not have the value of five slime. So then how does it work in the Sefer when he says that I'm giving it to you for that value? Because the Kayin says, for me, this is so valuable. And therefore, even though in the market value, it does not have that value of five slime, but for me, it's so important. I want this cap. I want this garment. That for me, it has the value of five slime. And he accepts it for that. And therefore, the, 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 the Pidyan Aben will take effect. That's what the Sefer is saying. And this is like a story of Rav Kahana, which was a Kayin. So So he took a handkerchief from, from the father of the, the child for the Pidyan Aben. And in Omar, he said, he said, For me, this handkerchief, even though it did not have the value of five slime, but he said, for me, it has the value of five slime. Omar Ravashi, so Ravashi explains over here what Rav Kahane did. This is only said regarding Rav Kahane because Rav Kahane was a great person. And therefore, he needed this sudra, this handkerchief. He used it as a yamaka, as a head covering. So for him, it was something that was very valuable. So even though on the market, it, had, didn't, it wasn't something that had that value, but for him, which he needs it, so it has that value for him. Right? In those times, the, 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 the covering of the head was only for people that were people of stature, a gavra rabba, a great Talmud Chachim. So therefore, for him, this was something that was needed. And therefore, when he says that for me it's worth five sloyim, it's not just that he's saying it. It's really true. It's, it's actually worth for him, this amount. But for anyone else, it, it does not work. If anyone is just going to go, any kind is going to come and accept something that clearly has no value, not for him and not for anyone, and he says that it's worth, so then it's like a mechila. It's not, it's, it, it's not really worth that value for him. And the Gemara brings another example. Mikubi. So Marba Ravashi bought a handkerchief from the mother of Rabbe from the city Kubi. Shove Asada. Its value was really only 10, 10 coins. But he paid extra for it. He paid 13 because for him, he needs it for a head covering. So it has an extra value for it. 
Okay, going back to the halachas of Kedusha, Kedusha Kesef. Amar Abelazar, Abelazar says, A person comes and tells a woman, Here, you, I'm giving you Kesef Kedushin, but how much is he being Kedusha with? A mana. A mana is made up of a hundred dinarim. Now, but the Nasan law dinner. He's telling her that Hareya Mokedesh is Libimanezu, or he doesn't, not, he doesn't say the word zu, he says, I'm being Kedusha with a mana, but he only gives her a dinner. What, one dinner of that, again, the mana is made up of a hundred dinner. And he only gives her one dinner. So she'll be Mekodeshes with this one dinner that he gave her, the Yashlim. And then he's going to have to be Mashlim the rest later. My time, what's the reason? Because Kivin Mana. Since he tells her that he's being Mekodesh with one Mana. The Yavla dinner, and he's only giving her a dinner, so what, what is this person doing here? Command Menastami. What we understand over here, what he's doing is, it's as if he's telling her, I'm being Mekodesh you really just with a dinner, or really just with a pruta. Almanas that I'll give you the rest of the money to the value of a of a money. But it, not that the Kedushin itself cannot take effect unless he gives her the money. The term almanas means that when you fulfill the condition, so then retroactively she's really Mikudeshus right from the beginning when he gave her that one dinner. So therefore here when he gives her the dinner, she's really Mikudeshus right away. And he just has to be mashlim, the rest of the money that he said he would give later. So this is like a tonight. That's how most uh, Rishayinim, the Mepharshim, learned in this Gemara. It's, it's a tonight. Meisvei, so the Gemara asks in this halacha of Rabbi Loza. It says in the mana. this exact case, tells the woman, here, I'm being the Kaddishi with a mana, and then, and then, so he's giving her, like, let's say, for example, he tells Isha, I'm being the Kaddishi with $100, and then he starts counting one dollar bill, another dollar bill. He's he's giving it one after the other. So as he's counting and giving one dinner, another dinner, and one of them, either the husband or the wife, want to retract from this Kedushin, until the very last dinner that you give to, to make up to the money, so then they, either one of them can retract from this Kedushin. So what do we hear, see clearly over here? That she's not Mekodeshes till she gets that full amount of the money. Not like Rabbi Loza said that she's Mekodeshes right away and then you just have to give the money later. And over here, what, what is the case? The Omar B'manezu. Over here he, had the word, he added the word Zu. He said, When he adds the word Zu, Manezu means that he's giving her this money right now. And without the money, there's no Kedushin. But you can't answer it this way because if you look there in the Seifa of this Braise, the Seifa speaks about a case where he said this mana. So Reisha, the Reisha that we just quoted is must be speaking about when he just said, I'm being Makadashi with a mana, and he didn't say the word Zu. I think Mara here quotes the Seifa. The Katani Seifa, what does it say in the Seifa? He uses the term Zu. And the dinner, and he gives her a mana. And he's giving it to her in a bunch of dinadim. And it's, it's, it's not just, he's not just giving her one mana, but a bunch of dinadim that he's giving, giving her. And it's chaser dinner. And it comes out, she counts it. It's, it's not a hundred dinadim. It's 99. Or it, there's a copper dinner in there. There's not a silver dinner, which makes up the, the mana. But one of the coins is not, is not a good coin. It's only copper. So then she will not be mekodeshes. Dinner ra. If there's a dinner which is not good quality, and the Gemara will soon explain what it means, it's not good quality. So then she is mukadeshes, but v'yachlef. He has to exchange for her this dinner that it should be a good coin. 
So what do you see over here? The Sefer is speaking about a case where he specified Zu, that I'm being Mekadashi with the Mona Zu, and therefore if it's missing one of them, she won't be Mekadashis. So it seems like the Reisha is speaking about when he just said Bemona, without the word Zu. And even there it said that either one, the, the, the woman or the man, can retract from this until the last moment when he gives the last uh, dinner. Answers the Gemara, Eloi, this is not a question. Reisha v'seifa the Oma b'mona zu. The Reisha and the Seifa of the Braisa is speaking about where the, where the man tells to the woman, I'm being Mekadashu b'mona zu. And therefore, she won't be Mekadashu till the last dinner. But a Perusha k'mafadash, the way to understand this Braisa is, the Seifa is not a different case than the Reisha. The Seifa is coming to explain the Reisha. And the explanation is that Ratzach and them Lachzer, the Reisha says that until he gives her the last dinner, if any one of them wanted to retract, I feel the dinner after and it should be yodded, he can't. And Ketzat, so then the Seif is spelling out, how is this? This is only if he says Monazu. And then you have to give every single dinner, and if there's one missing, then she's not going to be Mukadeshes. So the both the Reisha and the Seif is only talking about Monazu. Now the Gemara proves this. It's logical to say that they're both talking about this case of Monazu. Because the If the Reisha is a case where the man says to the woman, Here, I'm being Mekadish, you just with a Mona, without adding the word Zu. So So if the Reisha tells you this Chiddush, that even if he just says Mona, nevertheless she won't be Mekadesh until she gets the actual full Mona. So then what's the Seifah saying? The Seifah is saying if he adds the word Zu, that she won't be Mekadeshes until he gives her the full mana, for sure. If, we, if you said in the Reisha, even by plain mana, she won't be Mekadeshes until she gets the whole thing, it's understood that when she says Zu as well, that for sure it'll be the Allah this way. So therefore it must be that the Reisha and the Seifah are both speaking about mana Zu, but if he didn't say the word Zu, so then the Allah will be like Rabbi Laza says. Even if he didn't give her the full mana, she'll be Mekadeshes. But the Gemara says, this is not a Raya, uh, this is the Pshar and the Praise, because Imishum Hola area. This is not a proof, because we have sometimes the concept as follows. Tana Seife Ligluye Reisha. The Tana specifies in the Seife the case of Monizu in order to reveal to you what was his intention in the Reisha of this Praise. You shouldn't say Reisha, but Monizu. When you read the Reisha, you would think that maybe the Reisha means only when he said the word Zu, then she's not Mukadeshes until the last moment, when he gives the whole Mana. You would think that if he just says Monestam, then she could be Mekadeshes without giving her the last dinner. So therefore the Seifah says the case of Monazu. So from this you'll understand that the Reisha is telling you that even by Monestam, that she still won't be Mekadeshes until he actually gives her the last dinner. So therefore there's no Raya. You can learn this Braise in two ways. It's not a question of Rabbi Lazar. But there's also no raya that it, the whole entire brayse is talking about monazu. Now the Gemara brings another pshat in this brayse. Ravashi Yom Ravashi says, shani. <coughs> Over here, if you look into the words of the brayse, the brayse says the man was counting. He was counting one dinner, another dinner. This is different than what Rabbi Lazar was talking about. What was the case of Rabbi Lazar? He tells a woman here, you should be the Kadashas to me with a mana. And then he gives her a dinner. So imagine, a person says, hey, I'm being Mekadoshi with $100, and he gives a $1 bill. So it's obvious that what he meant to say is that the Kedushin should take effect with the dollar bill, and the rest I'll give you later. Mm-hmm. But over here, he tells her he's being Mekadoshi with $100, and he starts counting. One, two, three. So the Daita Akula over here, because she sees he's counting the money for her right now, so she's thinking that she should only be Mekadoshi with, with getting this full money, as she sees she's <coughs> counting it for him. 
So therefore, in this case, Rabbi would agree she's not Mekadeshah until she gets the full amount. Okay, now going back to the Pshat of the Braise that was quoted, What's going on over here? It said that if she discovers that there's a dinner Nechoshes here, copper dinner, not a silver dinner, so then she's not Mekadeshah. What's the case here? If she saw, she saw when she's counting the money and she's giving him the dinarim, that one of them was copper, so she, she saw, she realized this, and she accepted it. So shouldn't she be Mekadeshah? He's giving to her this money. This is at night and it's dark and she doesn't notice what she's giving him. Inami, or what he's giving her, that is. Inami, the Ishtakech Labeni Zuzi. Or that while he gave it to her, he gave it to her like together with other coins and she didn't notice it. And then later on, she looks it over in between the coins and she sees that there's a copper coin there. But Bishas Maisa, she didn't realize Another case in the Braisa was that he gave her a coin which is a bad quality. What does this mean? If this is a coin that's, that's not in circulation anymore, it can't be used anymore. In those times when the picture on the coin got completely erased, it, it couldn't be used anymore. So then it's basically the same like meaning that it has no value. So therefore she's missing all the dinarim to make up the amount of, of a mana. Rav Papa, Rav Papa says, that's not what it means. There's a certain coin that it, it could be used in circulation, but really it's, it's not a proper coin that could be used, but some people accept it, so therefore, it should be Mekodeshes, but you have to give her, in order that it should be 100% a proper Kedushin, you have to give her afterwards, exchange it for a proper dinner. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Nachman, another halacha regarding Kedusha Kesef. He tells a woman here, I'm being Mekadashi with the money, but he doesn't give her the money. He tells her, I don't have the money right now. Here, I'm giving you a collateral for this until I'll give you that money that I'm being Mekadashi with. The condition will not take effect. Why? The actual money that he said he's giving her, he didn't give her. So therefore, the mashkin that he gave her is also not worth anything. And you have to be Mekadashisha with actual kesef. But over here, he didn't give her any kesef. He's giving her a mashkin in the place of this kesef. So therefore, the kedushin doesn't take effect. This is a machlekes rishenim how to learn this gemara. Some rishenim say the point that the gemara is saying is that by telling someone that you're going to give them money, and you don't give them the money, you just give them a mashkin instead. Here, take my watch and hold it until I'll give you the money. You don't have any obligation actually to give. You can come back to the person later and say, give me back my watch, and you don't have any hischaivas. You, no, you have no obligation to give that money. So over here, when a person tells a woman, I'm going to give you this money, and he gives her a collateral instead, it doesn't really obligate him to give the money. So therefore, he gave nothing. Other Rishayim say, even if he does actually have the obligation to give it, because he, he said, I'm going to give you the money, and instead he gave a collateral, he has the obligation to give the money, but there was no actual kesef that he gave. To be Mekadosh or Isha, and as we'll see soon also regarding Kinyonim, the Kinyon has to be with actual kesef, not with a mashkin, which is just a collateral, which you can't even keep, Bechlal. So the money the, 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 that's given as a matone, when you give the kesef to keep, is not here, and the mashkin is, is just a collateral. So there's no Kinyon or Kiddushin that can take effect through this mashkin. Again, it doesn't matter. The idea of the mashkin is, even if it's money, but the mashkin is something that you're taking back. If he actually has the money, so, and he says he's giving the money, why, why, why would he say it's just a mashkin? Okay, but, it's, but he's not keeping it, so it doesn't take effect. It says clearly in Abraise, if he's Mekadashah with a mashkin, she is Mekadashah. 
Answers the Gemara, it's a different case. Over there, the mashkin is from, from someone else, meaning that this man lent money to someone, and this man has now a mashkin that that borrower gave him to hold on to for the loan. And what the husband, what this man is basically doing is, he's giving this mashkin to the woman and saying, I'm giving you the rights to collect the loan through this mashkin. So now he's being the Kaddish with something of value, that she'll now be able to get, take possession of this loan to collect it through this mashkin. Now, even though you may ask, but the mashkin itself doesn't actually belong to the lender when he gets that collateral from the borrowers. The mother says that actually does. To some extent, he has a opinion on it. How do I know that a lender, when he gets a collateral from the borrower, so he has a kinyan, he has a certain rights of ownership in this mashkin? Because the Pasuk says that when you have a mashkin, so if it's, an, if it's an item that the borrower has to use to go to sleep with at night, so you have to give it back to him. And the Pasuk says, This will be a tzedakah if you give it back to him. Now, if the lender, when he gets this mashkin, has no kinyan over it, it's not his, so then tzedakah minayin. Why is the Pasuk referring to it as a tzedakah? When you get a collateral, you have a certain kinyan over it. And because you have a kinyan, when you give it back to the borrower, it's called a tzedakah. So therefore over here, when this man takes this mashkin that he has a kinyan over it, and gives it as a kedushin to an isha, so then he, it's, it's a kedushin. He's giving you something of his. It shall be mekodesh's. The children of Ravona Baravin, Zavu Ahi Amsa, they acquired this maid, the Priti. And they said they're going to, with the condition that they're paying for a certain Prutus. But they didn't have the Prutus to pay for this. So instead they said, here, we're going to give you this piece of silver until we get the money to pay you for, for acquiring you. But in the end, what happened was, now, the, her price, her value went up, and now she demands and says, I'm not ready to be acquired with that. Those prutas that you said you're going to give me, you have to pay me more. So they came to Rabami to ask him, was she already acquired before? And the price that was set before is set, or they have to pay a new price? So Amalu, he said to them the same point we said before, Priti Enkan, the money you said you're going to give her is not here, so you didn't give her anything. And Nascha Enkan, so therefore the Nascha that you gave this piece of silver is also valid, nothing. It, it didn't create any kinyan, because the Nazca was just as a mashkin, which you're taking back. So there's no kinyan over here at all. Mm-hmm. We learned in the Brais, another Allah regarding Kiddushi Kesef. He tells her, to me with this mana, Natlasa, she takes the mana, she takes it from the, from the man, and she throws it into the water, or into the fire, or into anything else that destroys the money immediately. So she's not Mekadeshes because it's clear that she didn't take the money with the consent to be married. Adarabi, she took it and threw it away. So the Gemara is Medaikan this. It says over here she threw it and she destroyed it. So therefore she's not Mekadeshes. So it sounds like, but if she would have thrown the money back to him, so then have a Kiddushin, then she, she would be married. It says only if she destroyed the money she's not married. But if she threw it back to him, she is married. But why? If she throws the money back to him, isn't she telling the man, here, take your money, I don't want to be married to you. Yeah. Says the Gemara, that's not how you understand this Braise. This Braise is saying a bigger Chiddush. Needless to say, if she threw the money back to him, the loy of a Kedushin, obviously it's not a Kedushin, because it's clear she's saying, I don't want this. If she took it, 
She took this money and she throws it into the water. I lower into a fire. So aim over here, I should say, what happens over here when she destroyed this money? She's going to have to pay him back. She took money from a person and she just destroyed it. She'll have to pay him back. So maybe I should say, really, she is consenting here to this marriage. And therefore the money is hers. She can do with it whatever she wants. She can destroy it. She won't have to pay him back. So why is she throwing it into the fire or into the water? It seems like she's trying to reject this over here. No, maybe we would say, What she's doing is, she wants to write in the beginning. Check out her husband to see, is he going to get angry at her or not? Is he going to tolerate her behavior or not? But the very fact that she accepted it and didn't throw it back to him. And not only that, she destroyed it, which will now make her chayif to pay back, shows that it is a condition. So therefore, Kamash Malon, the Bryce is saying, no, the fact that she threw it away, we say that it means that, that she doesn't want it. It's not a kiddushin. Mm-hmm. If a man says to the woman here, she should be mekadeshes to me with a monet, and she says, give it to my father, give it to your father. She's not mekadeshes. She's saying, give it away. But if she says, if she says, okay, she takes it, and she says, on the condition that my father or your father will accept it for me, so then, Mukadesha. So that's just a condition. So she's accepting it and she'll be Mukadesha's. So the Gemara here explains the Braise said two scenarios. She said, Give it to my father, and she said, Give it to your father. Tona Abba, the Braise says the case of give it to my father, to tell you the extent of the halacha of the Reisha, that even if she says, Give it to my father, she will not be Mukadesha's if she's not accepting it herself. And Tana Avicha, and then in the Sefer it says, give it to your father, even though she's not as close to his father, to the man's father as her own father, to let you know the extent of the Allah of the Sefer, that if it's a condition, so then if she says, give it to your father, she'll be Mekadeshes. The, the, the husband's father could accept it in her place as a, with a condition. Now it says in the Vaita, the Brais, it says, Iskachili Bumana. The man said to the woman, here, take this money. And what did she say? Tnam leploini. Give this money to someone else. She's not Mekadashis. But if she says, that it is a condition that someone else is going to accept the money for me, so then Mekadashis. She will be Mekadashis. Says the Gemara, the Brais had to teach here the case when she said, give this money to Pliny, and the case when the Brais says, give it to my father or to your father. Why? If the Brais would say the case of over there, maybe the condition that she says that my father, your father receives it, it'll be a condition. Why? These are people that are close to her. This is her father or future father in law. So therefore, this is a condition that they will accept the condition for her. So when she says this, the way we interpret what she means to say is, they're taking it in my, in, instead of me, in my shlichus. I will play any life. She says, give it to so-and-so. So then it sounds like she's just rejecting it. She's throwing it away. So I would say maybe there, it's not a condition. On the other hand, if we would say the case of Pliny, so I would say, over here I would say, if she just says, give it to so and so, it's not a kiddushin because she's throwing it away. Because this is not someone she has any connection to, so therefore, she doesn't want you to give it as a gift to that person, she's just rejecting it. But if she says, give it to my father or your father, then these are people that are close to her. So over here, even without specifying that it's a condition, so maybe she means that she wants to give it as a gift to them. Therefore, the Braise says that if she does not spell it out as a tonight, she will not be Mekodesh. 
the, the man says here, be mekudeshes to me with this mana, t'namal gabisela. And the woman says, here, put it on this rock here. Ain't a She's not mekudeshes. She's rejecting it. But if it's a rock which is in her property, Mekudashas, then she's Mekudashas because the Chatzar, her property, is kind for herself. What if it's a rock that belongs to both of them? Mahu, could she be kind over there? So here it's not so clear exactly what the Gemara the Shaila is. The Mepharshim explained the Shaila according to Rashi. Do I say that if it belongs to both of them, it's not her chotzer? She can't be. It's not her own chotzer. It's together partnership with this man, so she can't be kainit. Or do I say that the man probably gives her the space? He lends her that space for the kedushin to take effect, and she will be mekadeshes. Take this remains unresolved. Another case is Katshuli bekikar. The man says to the wife here, "Be mekadeshes to me here with this loaf of bread." And, to, and the, the woman says, Give it to the dog. She's not accepting it. She's saying, Give it to the dog. She's not Mekadesh. But if it's her dog, then she will be married. What if this is a dog that was chasing her? And now the dog is chasing her, and the man comes and says to her, Here, be Mekadesh to me with this loaf of bread while the dog is chasing her. And what does she say? Give it to the dog. Mahu, what's the halacha now? Do I say, Because she's being saved by this man giving this loaf of bread to the dog, so he just saved her from the dog, so therefore she has a hanah of this, she's mikdashes with this hanah that she got. Or perhaps, she could say to the man, when I told you give the bread to the dog, I didn't. That wasn't me saying that I consent to this marriage. You're obligated to save my life from this dog. This The dog is chasing her. He's telling her, "What are you making me crazy not to be married to you with a loaf of bread? Don't you see? There's a dog chasing me. Give the bread to the dog. So take it. over here. This is not clear whether this is a consent for marriage or not. Okay. The last case for today is Katshili Bekikar. The man says, "Be mekudeshes to me with this loaf of bread." And she says to him, here, give it to this poor individual. She's not Mekadesha, she's not accepting it. Now that's a filler. This is even if it's a poor person that she supports. My time, why? Because she could say to the man, just like I have the mitzvah to support this man, you have the same mitzvah as well, so therefore I told you to give it to him, and it's not a union of Kiddushan Bechlam.